1: So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
2: Welcome back. Junkies. coming to you live on 106.7 The Fan and the Team 980 in the DMV. You can listen to us on 910 The Fan in Richmond. Appreciate that. And you can take us on the go with the Odyssey app. You can also watch us on the Monumental Sports Network. We're presented by Crop Metcalf, official heating and cooling company of the junks. Joining us right now, like he does every week, the head coach of the Washington Capitals. He's brought to you by the Centers for Advanced Orthopedics. More physicians, more locations, more advanced care centered around one thing you. Visit cfaortho.com. Good morning, Coach. Good morning, guys. Coach Carbs, good morning.
3: Uh, Before we talk about the Ducks win last night, have you recovered from the string of questionable calls that went against the Caps in the loss to the Rangers in New York on Sunday. The last mm. being that crazy tripping call against Carly.
4: Oh, yeah. <laughs> you trying to get me in trouble? No, not, not well, really. I'm
3: just asking, what, like, what's your mental state after that? I'm sure you've processed it, but I still can't believe that they called a tripping penalty because... Carly mm-hmm. fell into like a broken skate uh broken stick that was on yeah. the ice. Yeah. And then the stick like gets tangled up in the, the Rangers players' skates. Mm-hmm. He trips and then all of a sudden that's that's Carly's fault? I just can't believe it. C- and, and coach
5: coach, that you probably don't know this, but um the cameras were they would pan to you mm-hmm. after these calls and all you did was you were just shaking your head mm-hmm. and you could just tell the steam how, coming out of his ears. How bitter you were. I think mm-hmm. there was a penalty on Max too. I can't remember what it was, but you were just shaking your head and I, I could just tell what was going through oh. your mind.
4: And there was um <clears throat> yeah, that was a tough day, tough day for um for the officials and, and even um there was a blatant uh too many men that they had They jumped early, got um, off a rush, and it was an easy call, especially given the situation. They put us down five on three. I I wasn't in love with that call to go (laughs) down. The the Nick Dowd, I feel like there was some embellishment there from Fox, which is a smart play, but I just feel like the, um, you know, our guys are smart enough to know what's going on in those situations. So it was – Definitely an off night, uh, or felt like that way at least mm-hmm. for us.
2: Do you guys have scouting reports on the officials? How much do you prep for that?
4: Um, not really. I just know them because you've been around them. Like Jake Brink, um, you know, I've known him for. Uh, he he used to coach in the ECHL, or excuse me, coach uh, ref games when he first came in uh, i want to say eight nine years ago so i like you, you you start to get used to and have a relationship with the referees in the league and kind of get a feel for their um, demeanor how they call games but there's no real like hey watch out for your high sticks tonight because jake called like that's we don't really do much in, in the way of that
5: and and before we talk about the Ducks game uh, some of the saves that Lindgren was making coach especially that uh, that I think it was Crider right in front of the net i mean yeah. that was just yeah. there was just sick unbelievable reaction
4: yeah because we were short in that game for so <laughs> long that um, we needed we needed the PK to keep us in it, and, and Chucky's a big part of that. And so that save on that five-on-three on Kreider was a massive save. There's a couple other big ones that keeps that game within reach to where it gives us a fighting chance. And I, I thought we played really well there. Um, really w- wish we were able to get that thing tied up and at least get that thing to overtime because of the way that we played and our process was real strong.
3: So, Kemp's with the 24-save shutout last night, his first of the season. Came at a great time for him and the team. Darcy's numbers in his last six outings had been kind of rough. Let's hope that last night was the start of a heater for him. Really good performance by him.
4: Yeah, and, and the timing of it exactly as you described, couldn't have been better for our team. We knew Anaheim had played the night before and we know the team that they have a younger team, but they also have some veterans that are sprinkled in there and we know that we needed um, to look after our business last night and make sure that we were finding a way to grind out two points. However, that looked, whether it was us um, firing on all cylinders or we had to grind and, um, you know which which we're very comfortable in, which ends up p- the way the game plays out for us, which is fine. But we knew we needed to um, have a strong performance and get a result last night.
3: Coach, I saw your quote about how the volume of shots that he was facing in a game like last night that can be actually be a detriment to a goalie. But yeah. he obviously wasn't flustered by the low amount of pucks coming his way in that game.
4: Yeah, it, it's it's challenging for goalies when. When they look up because they're they're in the game and when the puck's down at the other end for majority of the time, especially early in the game, and you and you're looking at the shot clock and you've got two shots and three shots through twenty minutes, and um, sometimes that can get tricky mentally because you're you're all of a sudden they're going to get a scoring chance. It's just inevitable that you're going to give up whatever it is a, a scoring chance. So when you haven't faced a lot of shots and action and and the puck hasn't been in your end, it, it forces you to be Johnny in the spot in one look, even though you might you have been just standing there for four, five, eight, ten 10 minutes. And so th- sometimes those are real challenging games for goaltenders. And I thought Kemp's did a really good job of when we did lose a little bit of momentum, a little bit in the second period. And then also in that third period, when they pushed for about, you know, five, six minutes, um, he made some real quality saves that we needed. And, and there wasn't a ton, but there were some timely ones, and it was a great performance by him.
5: Coach, I only saw the first period last night, but when I was watching it, just seemed like it was just a real fast first period. It was a lot of action. You guys were you, – you just looked faster. Your team looked faster. Maybe that's a product of the way Anaheim plays. I don't know. I mean, it's the first time I've seen the Ducks this year. But um, what did you notice about the first period? Uh, cause it looked like there was a lot of action. Your guys are ready to play.
4: Yeah. I, I, I really liked our game. I wish, um, <clears throat> like offensively, we had the puck a lot. We, we generated a decent amount of volume against their goaltender offensively. It just was a little bit like I, th- th- there were some opportunities that we had that we just weren't able to capitalize on or make that last player find that finishing touch on it. And that, um, Sometimes, but it, but it's sort of been accustomed to our group. Is sometimes it gets a little bit frustrating because you want to be rewarded for all that speed, like you're talking about, all the pace that we're playing with, controlling the play, um, our puck possession, and, and you want some of those sequences to end up in the back of the net. And when they don't, it, it, it can get frustrating. And so that's where um, I was proud of the guys to stick with it. Even though pucks weren't going in, you can start to cheat and get a little bit loose. And try to force the issue, and and for the most part, even though we weren't executing at um, you know at, at the, an elite level, we still did the right things and, and played the right way, and um, didn't cheat the game.
2: So fill us in on Ethan Bear's game. You guys just signed him just before the new year on December twenty eighth. Uh, he gets the first goal last night. Fill us in on Ethan Bear.
4: Uh, Ethan Bear, young defenseman, mobile guy. So not your. Sure, um, Joel Edmondson big strong physical he's more of your puck moving can skate and can add a little bit of um, offensive flair which you saw last night he's good at getting his shot through finding shot lanes activating in the offensive zone and um, so that four on four there's a little bit more space out there and so when you get into those four-on-four, three-on-three overtime situations, you, you can see the mobility of d men start to take form a little bit more. And you saw that with Nick Jensen and Ethan Bear there, where they start to move around a little bit, create some separation for each other. And, and it was a great play, um, not only to deliver that thing, but if you look, Osh is right at the net front. I think it hits off of him and then kicks where Ethan Bear is activating down from the, from the blue line up top and, and gets rewarded. So it's a, that was a huge goal. I mean, to get the lead and then be able to play with that lead, that was a big goal for us.
3: Coach, uh, everyone kind of wants to know where we are with Ovi. I have a question. I know you guys are very secretive about injuries and everything, but is, is he out from when he got his legs tangled up there? I think it was in that Carolina game. Um, is that kind of what he's dealing with without being too specific? And then can we expect um, him back soon?
4: It, yeah, I, w- I don't think this is going to be a long-term thing. I think um, I would expect him back soon, whether it's next game or the Saturday game, first game of the road trip. I, I, I think it's um, it's coming soon. This isn't something that's going to take, you know, a month or, uh-huh. or five more games than that. Um, and and it's uh, specific to the injury I, I, I don't think it was that Carolina. I know what what you're talking about. I think uh-huh. when he got tangled up with Stall, I think this is a different situation. Okay, gotcha.
5: All right. So you talked about uh, you mentioned that road trip. You guys are going to close out the uh, the first half before the All Star game with a road trip um, against some pretty good teams, especially out there. And you're going to play out there in Denver. But it starts. Uh, you, you got a home game tomorrow against St. Louis. A back to backer. Then you'll go to St. Louis. So tell me about the Blues, playing them black, uh, back-to-back on uh, Thursday and Saturday.
4: Yeah, unique situation because you, you only play the West teams home-and-home, um, home, right, twice a year. So we play St. Louis, a West team, we, we play them twice, essentially back-to-back, home-and-home home with them. Mm-hmm. So it'll be a little, um, little two-game set for us, similar to what we just had with the Rangers and haven't seen them. So it... Um, I like the challenge for our group. They're, they played well this year. They're a strong team. They've got some good young talent. And it gives us an opportunity to, to you know, home ice, focus on that first, and then we get on the road and, and face the same opponent and have a little bit of more, more familiarity having played them once and, and play in their building. So good chance for us to continue to progress. I've liked our game over the last three games, especially – New York, New York, and Anaheim, and hopefully we can carry that momentum over into Thursday night uh, against the new opponent.
3: Coach, those Metro standings, they are bunched up. Spots two through seven, separated by a total of seven points with caps, pens, and aisles, all with 48 points as of today. And you look down in the standings, the last place Blue jackets they have the most points of any other divisional last place team in the league with 37. There are no soft spots in the Metro. That seems to be the theme of the season.
4: Yeah, and and it's, I mean, we know what we're up against, and and it's going to be um, a, a battle right right to the finisher. So all these games, and if you look at our schedule, like I I usually stay pretty focused short term, but it um, it just doesn't doesn't. There's no off nights. There's no easy nights. There's no oh, okay. Well, we can let off the gas or. Um, you know can't have it we don't need our best here we can potentially just cruise through this like it's just not um, the way it's going to be especially with how many teams are fighting for points and trying to um, jockey for position so we know where we're at we know the importance of each and every game going from here on in but that's the that's the challenge that our group is embracing and and hopefully we can accumulate some wins here before the break sort of reset and then get ready for the final push to where we really go after the all-star break of, of February and March.
3: Another weird, weird schedule quirks is in your next 11 games, none against Metro division opponents. How tough is that where you, you just don't have as much familiarity with the teams you're facing?
4: Yeah, it'll be different because we go out and we play now five in a row against West teams, right? Well, this would be six if you count Anaheim. So we go St. Louis, St. Louis, uh, the Minnesota, Colorado, Dallas, which are all three difficult games. And then we, come back after the break and that's um you know montreal florida boston so this is the the stretch that i'm most concerned with of us playing against these west teams and, and going on the road um to your point some some teams that we don't see a ton of so we need to be real diligent and detailed with our preparation of the differences of the style of play and, and what we're going to be up against in some hostile environments playing in Minneapolis, then the next night playing in Denver and Colorado and their style of play and dealing with the Nathan McKinnons and Rantons and Kayla Cars of the world and then going to Dallas. Like go, there's um, some things that we just have to be aware of, but we know, and, and I feel like our group is pretty...
1: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
4: Um, grounded when it comes to what we're, we just need to figure out St. Louis. And we, we right. need to find a way to play well on Thursday night. And then the, the, the next opponent, then we sort of reset, we refocus. And okay, now what do these guys do well? How do we neutralize it? And how do we get to our game?
5: I mean, I I know you realize how hard it is to win, you know, just, you know, back-to-back games in a row. And I'm just checking out the stand. Edmonton's won 11 straight games. I mean, what the F is going on there? I mean, (laughs) how difficult is it to win, you know, three or four in a row, let alone 11?
4: Oh, yeah. (laughs) That's no joke. Now, it helps when you have a couple of the best players on the planet. Right. (laughs) That would help. And, uh... And Leon uh, Dreisaitl, but um, yeah, that that's no joke. Like they're uh, rattling off wins like that in this league is is no joke for sure. Mm
2: -hmm. All right, coach, keep it going.
5: Okay, thank you,
4: guys. St. Louis.
5: Talk to you soon. Thank you, buddy. I mean, Edmonton's won eleven straight, and they're still thirteen points down in their division. So they—they <laughs> well, they they, started
3: off really right, slow. I right. remember that they, they were they were scuffling at the beginning of the correct,
5: season. Correct, correct. And now they're man, eleven straight wins. You gotta start mm-hmm. fading them, cakes. <laughs> hey, later in the
2: show, we're gonna give you a chance to win some great prizes. We have tickets to the Wizards Nuggets game, as well as tickets to go see Hootie and the Blowfish at Jiffy Lube Live. So we'll do that on a game show Wednesday here on the Junkies.